What's up, fools? This is Nigel McGuinness. Hey, this is TJ Perkins. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This is Mike Bondo. This is Ring of Honor's Adam Cole. This is the Hitbook, Red Titus. This is the king of old school, Steve Carino. The ROH Podcast. Or is it ROH Cat at ROHWorld.com? Stay tuned, wankers, or I'll give you the Tower of London. Two, two. Two, two. Two, two. Two, two. <laughs> Hello everyone, welcome to episode 57 of ROHCast. My name's Harry, I'm the web designer and co-owner of ROHworld.com. ROHCast is a bit late this week, we normally record on Tuesdays. Um, I wanted my first week off ever from ROHCast from 56 episodes. I wanted, never, to, miss, I wanted, I wanted to miss one, so I, I arranged for this. But of course, John, he's not podcast worst nightmare for nothing. He messed it, messed it up, so we have to delay the podcast, and then I had to do it anyway. But uh, And he's not even here now, but I am here with uh, the other co-owner and the editor of the website, Stephen. Hi, everyone. So, yeah, John, I'm telling you, he's going to have to do it next week, maybe just by himself as a punishment. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, and a, a live one as well. Yes, yeah. So, and when he has you know stream problems, he'll have to sort out all the, uh, the PR himself. We're not going to help him. Maybe we'll write a blog about it. Just to make yeah. something. Uh, anyway, well, there's not really much to talk about, to be honest. This is probably the worst intro. Okay, then let's go then. Bye, everyone. <laughs> yeah, I'll see you next week. Um, there's no TV show to talk about. There's no news. We're going to preview Killer Instinct and answer some questions. But to be honest, there's not much going on. There's a pay-per-view next week. I don't really know if anyone cares, but we'll do our best to talk about it, try and make it interesting. Who knows? We did ask for questions on anything this week, but we didn't get any of those. So I'm just we've got, we've got a few. Oh, about yeah, but are they unrelated to Ring of Honor? Because we said there was nothing to talk. Oh, sorry, so, and, uh, no, this, I don't, I don't believe we've got any random, random questions. Oh, that's that's disappointing. We can revisit the chocolate question from a few weeks ago. Yeah, I don't think I was there for that one. I was very disappointed. You weren't. And... No, no, you weren't. You weren't there. Uh, to on Cadbury's. No, I know. Yeah, I think you know the Americans are talking about their crappy chocolate and. Mm. Uh, she's, I mean, no, no. What, what is that? It doesn't sound very nice, whatever it is. Who knows? Um, anyway, oh, I just got a text from John. He might be joining us, so we might have to... Oh, God. <laughs> Let's wrap it up now, then. <laughs> well, uh, normally we start the show talking about the latest Ring of Honor TV show, that weekly uh, hourly treat, but uh, it was Road Rage once again this week for the third week in a row. We yes. have repeats from pay-per-viewers we've already paid for and seen, so... Uh, Stephen, you had the punishment of writing the TV report this week on that. I did. John um, again, once again, letting us down. I had to, I had to uh, go through the suffering of, of that was the the Ring of Honor TV show. Um, it was Road Rage this time from Death Before Dishonor X10, which was what two or like three weeks ago now. Two weeks ago. Sorry, two weeks ago. So we've all and you know they were giving away, they gave away the uh, the tag team title match, um, Lethal and Homicide, and Adam Cole and Mike Munda. Um, the first two matches they sort of cut in about two or three minutes into the match, and the the main event they actually, uh, sorry, the um, TV title match they actually played in in full, with, with Matt Hardy's little thing at the start, his little promo. Oh, and fantastic! The, and, and the promo at the end. So I think this whole. Oh, fantastic! Matt this, Hardy week. Matt this attitude. whole episode was literally just to get Matt Hardy over. That's the only reason that they did this. What more could you want, eh? So, um, you know, I don't know if you knew Stephen, but. Ring of Honor have a pay-per-view next week. A what? I know. I, I was surprised. 
Was there actually anything on this show that was new? Any sort of inside Ring of Honor? Anything fresh? Um, there, there was an inside Ring of Honor that there was a, like a, a couple of tiny promos from Elgin and Martini. Elgin, I think he said something like he was sick of waiting and in front of Toronto, he's getting in front of his hometown, he's not going to wait any longer. And then uh, I think Steen, uh, Jacobs, and Carino briefly spoke as well. Uh, and Steen said something like, oh, I think he's still trying to be a heel. He said something like, he doesn't care if the fans are not behind him. He's, he's got Carino and Jacobs to back him up. So there was there was literally not much at all. And they, they briefly also showed the end of the Elgin and Strong against Irish Airborne match where Elgin uh, uh, and Strong sort of um, came to blows. Uh, oh, sorry, no, they showed that match and then they also showed the end of the Steen and Rhino match. Um, right, what didn't they show, to be honest? Yeah, right, right at the end, they showed the end and then they showed how um, Strong pushed... Uh, who did he push now? I can't remember. <laughs> did he push himself into... I don't know. At the, at Carino the end, when... threw him into Elgin. Oh, yeah. When yeah, when Elgin was trying to power on steam. Uh, and then, obviously, afterwards, Elgin and Strong uh, sort of stared down and he, he powerbombed uh, power Strong. So they showed that. Showed the end of the tag team match. So Yeah, they must have showed at least some part of every single match. So to all them people that paid $15 and only saw half of it, screw you. <laughs> yeah, we paid, didn't get to see it. Two weeks later, most of it's out for free anyway. Mm. Uh, I think Kelly also sort of briefly explained Survival of the Fittest and who was going to be in it, and he said that it's going to start next week um, with, uh, I believe it's going to be uh, Adam Cole against Darius Thomas, and we're also going to see uh, Scum defend the title against Caprice Coleman and Cedric Alexander. So, after three weeks of skipping the TV show, I can finally go back and watch it. At last, you can. and that, those two matches should actually be hopefully yeah. pretty good. So. Yeah, I'm looking. That should be decent. I'll uh, yeah. look forward to that next week. But uh, well, thank you for that recap of the uh, Road Rage. Yeah, but basically, that they managed to compile Death Before the Sun at X10 into an hour, into a free episode. hour. Yeah, into a free hour TV. Um, and yeah, I think we've worked this out before. There is going to be Road Rage of Glory by Honor in case that affects your um, decision to buy it. So now we'll move on. Go on. Why would it? I mean, you're going to get a perfect stream. You're going to be able to get the replay the you know the day after, and then you can see it again expertly on television. Why would? Yes, it sounds like a great deal to me. Perfect. What well, value for money right there? Um, so now, after, since we've done that, we're going to move on to the news, which you can always find, well, sometimes if the, if the writers <laughs> can be bothered at rohworld.com. <laughs> Well, uh, normally John would do the news, but he's not here, so I'll have to do it. And, uh, well, the first bit of news is that the Young Bucks have now officially left Ring of Honor. They, they are free agents. Their contracts expired, um, I think it was Monday, October 1st. We actually broke this news two weeks ago. I think it was exclusively that their contracts were going to expire. 
we didn't know if they were going to re-sign or not, and they haven't. So, um, well, the young books are gone, Stephen. Yeah, as you say, we, we broke, managed to break the uh, the news that their the contract were ending. I think a lot of people were shocked that they're actually under contract. Yeah, most people assumed, based on how they were used and the fact they appeared on high pay-per-views elsewhere, that they just weren't under contract. But turns out they have been under contract since last October. Yeah, I think that makes it even more frustrating that they, uh, you know, like TJ Perkins, they weren't used to, you know, their capabilities and. You know, in my opinion, if they're in Ring of Honor at the moment, they'd be the best tag team Ring of Honor. Yeah, but maybe the the Briscoes would be up there uh, with them. But uh, you know, in my opinion, they probably should be tag team champions right now. Um, yeah, they really should. They're they I think a lot. I think their heel character is great. They're absolutely fantastic in the ring. It's it is just ridiculous that they haven't been using them. Anyone trying to put any sort of positive spin on. You know, oh, it's not Ring of Honor's fault, or blah, 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 blah. They had them under contract for a whole year. They didn't book them at all. They didn't use them properly. They they messed up. I almost dropped an F-bomb, but <laughs> they 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 messed up big time. It is just terrible. It's probably even worse than messing up with TJP, to be honest. It's, it's so frustrating because these guys are probably, as I said, you know, they're probably one of the best tag teams around in the world, at the moment. In America or in the world. In America, probably, in, probably in the world. I mean... As you say, they've got a good character. They're great in the ring. The fans, you know, the fans like them. The fans like to see them. Why, why would you not? I just, I just don't know why they wouldn't book them. Especially if you say like they're under contract as well. I mean, yeah, I mean, why when people sign... complain about like, oh, they don't use Generico, they don't use Cabana. Yeah, I mean, you can let Ring of Honor off because those guys aren't under contract, and you don't know what's going on between those two. But the fact that, as you were saying, they were under contract, they had them signed for the whole year. And they just didn't bother with them. It's, why, it's why would they sign them so if they dull. had no intentions of using them? It's exactly the same thing with TJ Perkins. And if, well. they, if they did have intentions, what's changed? Has, has SPG suddenly gone, actually, we're cutting the budget, whatever, I don't know. I mean, as you, as you said a few weeks ago, you know, this is a... I mean, have they made... Was it a billion, you know, billion dollars turnover? Was it billion, into the billion? Yep. It's in, I mean... I don't expect them to come into Ring of Honor and start signing, you know, start making offers to John Cena and start making offers to to Sting. But you know, <laughs> no no offense to the Young Bucks, but yeah, you know, I don't know that. The uh, statistics that I found for 2011, their income was uh, uh, their revenue, sorry, was 765 million. Not uh, their net income, assuming that's profit, 75 million. Total assets, one point five billion dollars. No, that's that's not too bad, is it? <laughs> they have some cash kicking about, though. All right, I think this SBG. You wouldn't it... think it looking at the TV show or no, anything. No, I mean, it's, it's, we're not even asking them to go out and to sign massive names for big money. What oh, we're asking, our, um, oh, just pay for the young bucks' flight. Yeah, all we're asking is, I mean, th- these guys were getting, you know, these guys were getting used on when Carrie owned the company. I mean, if anything, it seems Carrie ever did. Which sort of the whole point of Perry setting up was that SPG could take ROH to the next level, and you know take us all the way, Jack. But they haven't. Speaking of taking us to the next level, we have now been joined by podcast worst nightmare, John. I always take everything I do to the next level. Unfortunately, <laughs> it's the next level down. <laughs> I, I never specify which direction we're going. But yeah, unfortunately, uh, John, we're just discussing the uh, the young books leaving Ring of Honor and how stupid it is that they were signed for a whole year and Ring of Honor did nothing with them and now they're gone. What are your thoughts on this? Pretty much what you just said. It's stupid. They were under contracts for a year, correct? Mm-hmm. 
three of those months were spent not doing anything, correct? <laughs> yep, at least. About four or five of those other months were them in meaningless tag matches, correct? Mm-hmm. So their only significant match they had was against the Briscoes for the titles, correct? But that was a squash match, sort of, wasn't it? There was a title match on an iPay-per-view, so I would count that as, as a semi-significant match. They had but that mini-feud with a as well, didn't they? With uh, Showdown in the Sun, where they had the, the two matches. Oh, where, yes. Where, where they, in, you know, injured, sort of kayfabe injured uh, Rhett Tyrus, but that so, never really happened, you know, come to anything either. So, so in 12 months, they had, we'll give them three significant matches. They could not have been used much worse by Ring of Honor. Mm. It, it was, they, the Young Bucks are one of, if not the best tag team in the independent wrestling scene. And the use that Ring of Honor got out of them is just pathetic, to be honest. <laughs> it's not like it's the Young Bucks like saying, oh, we don't want to do this. They were under contract. Like, that is so stupid. Stephen was saying before you got here, they should be Ring of Honor tag champions now. They, that, at the, they should at least at some point have held the Ring of Honor tag titles. Mm. They should have probably been the ones to, to win it from the Briscoes. Not... Why couldn't they feud with the Briscoes instead of Wrestling's Great Tag Team that lasted so long? Oh, my God. And is that even their match against the Briscoes? It just it just came off as sort of a squash match. I think then the writing was on the wall that Ring of Honor were going to stop using them because they didn't really at any point look like you know winning that match. That as you say, it was a sort of a glorified squash match for and for a time match. That's disappointing. And it's you know as I said, it's just it's just frustrating that SBG are clearly not willing to go the extra sort of you know not even the extra mile, extra you know few inches just to you know just. <laughs> To make Ring of Honor, you know that that bit better. I mean, I just, I don't get it. I mean, we're not asking them to spend big money on big names. We just want them to spend the money on on the guys that they already you know, have. Big, yeah, the <laughs> guys that they've already had. Just the, <laughs> the people that's already under contract. Well, yeah, it's, I mean, it doesn't seem like that's that hard of an option. I can only think that you know SBG had some sort of like uh, budget for ROH, and they haven't. You know, I, I think they expected the house show to do much better than they did, and probably expected. I pay for you to do better than it has, which is <laughs> completely, completely their fault, by the way. Um, so the only thing I can think of is that they've cut the budget, and that means less money to work with. And the, the, you know, they spent the uh, Young Bucks flight budget on buying Wrestling's Greatest Tag Team T-shirts for Haas to cut the sleeve. Oh yeah, there was a bandana. That's just a waste. That is, he just cuts just an arm off a T-shirt. Terrible. And as TJP said, Ring of Honor doesn't look for the cheapest flights. So. <laughs> for some reason. I, I really hope Thanks. Ring of Honor send those spare t-shirts out to Africa and like in Malawi somewhere there's a group of like little Africans pretending to be Charlie Haas with with Charlie Haas t-shirts with, with only one sleeve on that's yeah, like Benjamin, Benjamin. <laughs> <laughs> everyone, everyone just goes up to them and calls them Benjamin because I think that's all their name um, well yeah we'll, we'll move on from that news very <laughs> stupid Ring of Honor are done that's the summary there uh, we now have a couple of new matches announced for next week's Glory by Honor 11. Unbreakable hope. Unbreakable. Um, <laughs> this is a mere four weeks after the completely botched and quite disappointing Death Before Dishonor X10 um, with one week of TV build. So it's great planning, isn't it? Buy rights. Yeah, Harry, do you want people Always. to order this show? Sorry? Do you want people to order this show right now? No. <laughs> okay. Oh, set me up. Sorry, Harry's weekly reminder: do not buy the pay per view until someone confirms the stream works. Simple. Okay. Okay. I couldn't remember how you felt about that. It's been so long since we've done one of these shows. <laughs> um, well, yeah. Anyway, two new matches have been announced. We have Roderick Strong taking on Tadarius Thomas. 
That should be good. Mm-hmm. And the Bravados taking on Caprice Coleman and Cedric Alexander. That should also be good. The bandwagon. These are in addition to Mike Mondo versus uh, Mike Bennett. Yeah. Davy Richards versus Jay Lethal. That should be good, but I, I don't want to see it. <laughs> it's unbeatable. Um, Scum defend against the Briscoes. That should be good. <laughs> I, don't I, hope, I, hope that, I hope that's a, a sort of a brawl and they don't try and wrestle. just make it wrestle. something that's not. Yeah, uh, I, hope, I hope they don't try and wrestle. Adam Cole versus Eddie Edwards. Yeah, again, that should that's be good. Very good. No bills for that at all. I'm just queuing up John say that should be good, Stephen. You've ruined it. Uh, and Steen taking on Elgin. <laughs> uh, that should... That should uh, I'm, I'm starting to get mixed feelings about the match. I'm not sure how it's going to work. Anyway, Are they going to be really good or I think really disappointing? Yeah, yeah because I'm... all of Elgin's stuff is power-based and Steen's fat, so I'm not sure he's going to do it. So yeah, there's been seven matches set for Glory Barner, and uh, with the pay-per-view being next week, we'll do a full preview. Well, John and Stephen will do a full preview next week, as I take the week off. We'll try. I mean, there's no. We'll probably botch it and record like the last like five seconds of the same bye or something. But... When are we gonna know how to when to talk without you here? Uh, I'm just gonna let you two do it and then listen, enjoy it on the train. I'm sure I'll be laughing at this. There's gonna be no intro, no outro. We'll just randomly end it. You won't know, and it'll just be carnage. <laughs> It'll probably be like two hours of a silence, neither one of us knowing when to talk. We just talk over each other when we do. We say, sorry, you go ahead. No, 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 you go ahead. And then we just sit in silence again. <laughs> so, with the pay-per-view being next week, we'll do a preview of all the matches then. But, overall, that is a fantastic card. But, if I didn't run this website and have to watch it for the show, I wouldn't buy it. They don't deserve the money after messing up Death Before Dishonor so bad and handling it so poorly. I'd probably just buy the replay, to be honest, if I wasn't doing this site. How about you guys? Absolutely. I'd try to avoid the spoilers and then watch the replay if I didn't have to watch it for here. Mm-hmm. Mm, I'm not going to be able to watch it live anyway, which is a bit disappointing because I, I really like the card, but I'm going to try to avoid spoilers, but I, I doubt I will. But yeah, I'd probably do the same as you guys. I, I don't think I'd buy it live. I'd try and avoid spoilers. It's just disappointing that it takes so long to get the replay up because... I mean, I, I like. I'd like to watch it the day after on the Sunday, but it's probably going to be like Monday at the you know no, the earliest. Tuesday. So get it Tuesday. Up. Well, probably about Friday. You know, you know what they're like. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, as much as it sort of pains me to say this, but I I wouldn't I wouldn't recommend anyone to buy it because you know I'm sure that it will be very good. The wrestling will be good, but I think people need to send Ring of Honor a message, and the only way we can do that is mm-hmm. through through their wallets because. They're not listed. You know, it's not like Ring of Honor. All they don't, they don't seem to listen to the fans anymore. They don't care about the fans, which is was clear to see thanks to the Mr. Patrick Edwards blog idiot that he is. Um, yeah. So the, the only way now we can really tell Ring of Honor that we're not happy is by not giving them money. Yeah, not they giving will, them money. If they get low buys, they'll go, "Oh, what's wrong here?" And then they might actually pay attention and realize. I mean, yeah, the card is good, but giving them money is, is just basically saying. Yes, we like monthly pay-per-views. Yes, we like um, streams that don't work. Yes, we like being having these sarcastic blogs basically insulting us and patronizing all of us. So just no, just don't give them the money. Is is all we can really say. They don't. Or, or, or at least, I mean, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say don't buy it flat out, but I'd say wait until buy the replay. I would definitely say because if they see, you know, so does that make a difference to them? If the money's coming in, who cares when they get it? If it's the day or two days later, it's done. I, th- I, think, I, th- I don't think people should not buy it because 
I don't know. I think if, if if people say it's a good show and and the stream works good and it's all good, I think people should, you know, if people want to buy it, then they sh- they should because, you know, at the end of the day, if no one buys it, then this is going to be an absolute tragedy for Ring of Honor. And uh, you know, nobody wants Ring of Honor to go out of business. I think we'll make that clear now. I mean, we're saying don't buy it, but in my opinion, I don't think you should just not <laughs> buy it flat out. I, th- I think you should just maybe wait until the replay and then buy it. And then if they see, you know, seventy five percent, eighty of the buyers have come after the live sort of showing, then maybe then they'll say, think, you know, we need to start winning these fans' loyalties back. And if it screws up and the stream doesn't work or they put up some of the sarcastic blog, they're never buying anything from them again and let them go under. I don't care. And there's a good chance we're going to be watching the show at the same time as the replay anyways, those of us who are trying to watch it live. so <laughs> Yes, to be honest, there's no difference. Buy it live or buy the replay. You're not going to be watching it live, probably. <laughs> Um, okay, so that's uh, we'll talk about that show, or John and Stephen will next week. Now we're going to preview uh, Killer Instinct, yeah, which yeah, takes yeah. place this Saturday in New Jersey, Jay Lethal's hometown. It takes place when Jay Lethal wants it to take place. Exactly, he's got the Killer Instinct. Um, we're just going to quickly run through the card, share our predictions, and that'll be it. Um, not sure anyone is that bothered apart from those actually going. To the show itself, but uh, and me who had write the preview. <laughs> uh, I bet that was fun. Anyway, QT Marshall versus Bobby Fish. This, like, in a perfect world, Bobby Fish would just annihilate him. Well, he'd wrestle a broomstick. He he is probably doing the exact same thing right here by by wrestling Marshall. <laughs> it's not much of a difference, but. I, I fully expect Marshall to win, and if there's anybody that can get a good match out of out of him, it's Bobby Fish. So if this match isn't good, we know that Marshall is just already a lost cause three matches into his Ring of Honor career. I'm gonna. I, I don't really know too much about Bobby Fish. I've heard a lot of good things about him. I don't think I've actually seen him wrestle for a very long time. So I'll take John's word for it. I mean, I, I say I have heard lots of good stuff. I, I know he's just come back from a tour of Japan with Eddie Edwards, so he must be decent to go over to Japan so as yeah as John says again if if Marshall again puts on a dud show then I don't know I mean maybe I just don't see what Ring of Honor see in this guy to be honest but when they're you know when they're not booking guys like the Young Bucks and TJ Perkins yet a guy like QT Marshall who A just doesn't really have any charisma and the headbangers They'll swap the Young Bucks and TJ Perkins for QT Marshall and the Headbangers. That's probably the that is the worst trade ever. <laughs> that is just, I mean, that's like trading like a, a jet for a golf buggy or something. That's just ridiculous. <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I just don't see what they've seen QT Marshall. I've, I've seen they're nothing. They're blinded by his robe. Well, that's the only thing I can think of. I mean, yeah, they always, you know, whenever I listen to, you know, wrestlers talk, they always say, like, they have, they have to try and do something to make themselves different and to make themselves stand out from the crowd. But he's just a gen- really, really generic wrestler. There's nothing, you wouldn't see him in a, you know, see him at a show and think, wow, you know, and walk away and think, wow, I really remember that guy because he's just, mm. he's just a generic guy. I mean, the way everyone talks about Mike Bennett perfectly describes QT Marshall. I think Mike, people Mike too, Bennett actually has career. That's what I'm Mike. saying. I think the way people talk about Bennett is is is, is like he is QT Marshall, but he, they don't give him enough credit to be honest. But maybe that's the only reason they brought him in is to make Mike Mundo and Mike Bennett look absolutely brilliant. Because I think that's what they're doing. Yeah, and the headbangers as well might look brilliant against QT uh, Marshall. 
Oh, maybe that's up some sort of like six way with it, and they'll have the headbangers and Cootie Marshall on one team. That would be. Maybe they should go in the King of Trios. Yeah, right? why didn't they end the King of Trios? That would have been Team They Jabba. should be next year's Team ROH and King of Trios. <laughs> Which I find it ironic because the Young Bucks were on Team ROH and that they're no longer there. So that, that worked out well for them. Um, and Mike Bennett was there as well. He was. He was fantastic in King of Trios. Um, anyway, we have Roderick Strong taking on Kyle O'Reilly. That should be this really should, good. This should be awesome, yeah. I think that's really all we need to say, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's going to be a really good match. I don't know who's going to win. I doubt O'Reilly will. He doesn't seem to win anymore after his regular disappearances, but should be a fantastic match. Nothing really else to say there, to be honest. Uh, Michael Elgin versus Mike Bennett. I just realized the amount of Michaels and Mikes on this roster. I know, yeah. I'd, th- this is a sort of match. It's it's like Michael Elgin against Charlie Haas. It's, just, it's that sort of match that you just think... Oh, dear. Yeah, uh, that's why up, it's probably not on TV or paper. This could end up being terrible because I don't know. Algin's got a very sort of particular style, as, as John said earlier. I just I, I hope him and Steen end up, you know, putting on a good match. But Algin against Bennett, it's just it's such a mismatch that it, mm. again it could either work out really well or it could end up being terrible. I think. Um, mm. Yeah, I it's know. one of those clashes of styles that you can't really predict how it's going to play out. You're actually yeah. watching. Yeah. I'm sure uh, Elgin will get the win here because. Mike Bennett has lost so much momentum. You compare where he was last year to now. I'm still going to say it, he should have won the belt at final battle, that TV title. I'm telling you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, if, should. Yeah. if anything, I actually sort of, I sort of miss Bennett being, being in total contention. Uh, oh, I never okay, thought I'd say okay. that. No, I never thought oh, I'd say that. Oh, what's going actually, on here? Who is I, this? How I, did he get like me right now? Are you brutal, Bob? You are brutal, Bob, aren't you? That sweet, delicate <laughs> little mouth. <laughs> But Ben is an entertaining guy, and I think if he was in the TV title picture, it'd be not saying it's not bad. It's bad now with Cole and now Edwards facing each other for the belt. But I think he would bring it's something different and like that entertainment factor to the TV title. It'd be a good TV feud for Cole to have. Like yeah, that. It's, um, I feel like there's not been any feuds for a while because all these TVs have been road rage and tournaments. Like, come on, just have some feuds on the show or TV show. Or and because there's so many iPad views, they haven't got enough time to build up feuds if they had them. So. Exactly. But yeah, I think I think Bennett really needs to start getting momentum back. I mean, as you say, he should have won the TV title at some stage. But he, even now, he should be, you know, the whole him and Mike Mundo feud is going to do him no favors because we all know who's going to go over, you know, eventually in that feud. The rapist, the rapist. Well, yeah, I mean, and he's making Bennett look stupid. If anything, Bennett was supposed to be like this really cocky guy who can sort of do it anything he wants. Should be him doing that, like yeah, and he's letting his girlfriend get, get more or less sexually assaulted by some guy who. Says this is Mundo and he's open for the you know in his theme music, so it just makes him look really stupid, I think, which is not what they were going for. Um, the Bravados versus 3.0. We'll let John answer this one because I've no idea who these guys are. Nope, go on, John. Booyah! 3.0 is Scott Jagged Parker and Big Magic Saint Shane Matthews. They've been in Chicago for quite a while now, they regularly team up with somebody else that Ring of Honor fans are quite familiar with, and El Generico, as they form... Who? 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 That, oh, that, that guy from, uh, from Canada? Yeah, yes. He, no, he's from Tijuana, Mexico, sir. Oh, Isn't sorry. he that, that, that jobber that lost a while ago and they just got rid of him? Yeah, the ginger guy. Yeah. Yeah, he's terrible. He can't speak English or Spanish. What a jobber. We don't need him in Ring of Honor. 
It's terrible. He can't even well, speak on the mic. How am I supposed to get him over on TV? Yeah. <laughs> nobody, want, nobody wants to see him. <laughs> exactly. This I... is probably the exact conversation that Cornet and Delirious had. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll probably joke off with SBG. Yeah, yeah, probably. Well, 3.0, regular team up with El Generico is 3.0 lay, which I find. That's, oh, I like that. That's good. Yeah. I, like that. <laughs> I like that a lot, too. But they're just two kind of loudmouth, cocky guys, and they just so much energy, and they're just so much fun to watch, and I just can't wait to see them in Ring of Honor. I think there's a team that could really do well in Ring of Honor, and I think they bring something different to the table. Kind of how we say QT Marshall is the same as everybody else, the most generic thing you can think of. Uh, Scott Parker and Shane Matthews 3.0, they stand out so far from the crowd with their energy and just their antics and just how they carry themselves and their charisma. And this should their, be... Um, sorry, go on. No, I was, I was saying, and they're, they've had a feud with the Bravados so far for most of this year in Chikara, which has produced some very good matches, and I'd expect the same here in Killer Instinct. Mm, I saw their... Um... Their YouTube promo, and I thought it, it was it was pretty good. And obviously, they're not sort of a very serious sort of tag team, but I think Ring of Honor is come at, at times be too serious. So I think we need more for those guys, sort of, sort of comedy guys. And yeah, I mean, I've not seen him in the ring, but um, I've heard good stuff about him. So he probably never will, because you probably won't see this show. But uh... that's a that's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> but hopefully, they'll uh, impress here, which I assume they will, and we'll we'll get to see more of them in the future as. Ring of Honor and Chikara continue. I'm sure they'll be signed to an exclusive one-year deal to make regular appearances. <laughs> um, three matches and never uh, uh, And they're from Canada. That's way too far to fly in from. That's a different <laughs> country altogether. Come on. They can't afford those flights, definitely. Um, we have a three-way Ring of Honor World Tag Team title match as Scum defend against Wrestling's Greatest Tag Team and the BJ Express. <laughs> <laughs> Are we going with that? Should we call on that? Yeah. There we go. There we go. Um, That's all we can say about that. Yeah, we can't top John's laugh. John's laugh is brilliant. There we go. Anyway, then we have uh, Jay and Mark Briscoe taking on Adam Cole and Eddie Edwards, who are facing each other next week. Thoughts on... Why do they keep putting these two together? I don't... They've never really sort of been a tag team, have they? No, but they have like random tag team matches here and there. But now they're facing each other next week. It's a bit strange, but to be honest, it's a good match. It'll be a good match. Oh, yeah, I'm sure it'll be a good match. I just don't don't really get the whole tag team thing. You You want me to try to explain it to you? Yeah. Oh, whenever John explains anything, it just ends horribly. I mean, look at hybrid fighting rules. Uh, that actually turned out really well because of all my explanations. They just and, and the intergender tag team match was very good as well. Oh, God. Even though they didn't actually follow John's rules. but No one follows John's rules. So what had happened was Eddie Edwards and David Richards, when they were American Wolves back around this time last year, were starting to have their falling out. And later in the year, Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly, Future Shock, kind of had their falling out. So, like, two jilted lovers, Adam Cole and Eddie Edwards, came together as one. <laughs> well, there we go. Makes sense. Was, yeah. Um, up next, we have Davy Richards versus Mike Mondo. Two, sorry. Don't forget the two. Toot. Sequel. Toot. Part toot. First part, was it part one was a draw, part two will be a draw as well, and then we'll have part three. No one sees part one of anything in Ring of Honor, so this is the first time most people have seen this. <laughs> 
Any thoughts on this? I hope it's not Mondo a squash. <laughs> he defeats him with like a botched cross arm breaker or something. <laughs> Surely there's no way Mondo's winning this. No way. We'll have to find no out way. when you're Surely. going to results. We'll find out. I very much. I don't know. They went to a draw last time. So I mean, the first one was actually half. Wasn't it on a road rage? I think. Yeah, it wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't too good. bad. It was good. As we've said before, when Mundo's in the ring with someone who can carry the match, he, he can put on a good match. But Yeah, Roderick Strong, Adam Cole. TG... Recently, was it he had a match with QT Marshall and it was awful. I think as long as he's got someone in there good to work with, that you know, then he, he can put on a good match. I suppose you know, the, really, the great wrestlers can have a match with anyone and have a good match. But mm. I suppose because he's, I don't know, a bit more... Just just wait until he faces... Limited, I guess. <laughs> that, that, is, that can either be a disaster or awesome. So I've got, that, I've got just a weird like, feeling that's going to be awesome, like the Mondo and Matt Taven match on TV where everyone just freaked out. Yeah. I reckon I reckon Mondo will just go around and start like kissing the crowd or something, and it'll just be crazy. <laughs> oh, he'll get arrested if he keeps doing this, kissing all these. Well, women. why hasn't he been arrested yet? I, I don't know. I reckon Jim Connett's doing something, bribing the police officers that are at the arena or something. These sexual assaults can't go on. We should go and protest. Yeah, we should. Stop the rapist. Rape is wrong. We just need to stop this. <laughs> Outside SBG uh, headquarters. headquarters in Baltimore or wherever it is. <laughs> we'll get that bold lawyer that Steen had to be our yeah. representative. I think he's in OVW, so we'll just go down to Louisville and we'll go and get him and then we'll march over to SBG's headquarters. <laughs> like that, that time when, remember when DX invaded, uh, tried to invade WCW on the little Yeah, invade, we'll invade SBG, yeah. But but the but that was, they were in like two towns next to each other. Louisville and Baltimore is quite a mark. <laughs> no, they're both Midwest. Not with you of American ge- uh, geography and stuff. They're both Midwest. They're only next door to each other. God, <laughs> if you say so, I'll just take your word on that one. Uh, and then in the main event, Mister Killer Instinct, the unbeatable Jay Lethal, will take on Kevin Steen for the Ring of Honor World Title. But as I have said many times before. Title matches are Jay Lethal's kryptonite and the only time he ever loses, so Kevin Steen will clearly retain here. Plus, he's he's facing Elgin next week anyway, so so there we go. Over, under, on the amount of times the announcers are going to say Killer Instinct during this match. Will it even be... Well, is Nigel on commentary? Because it's a DVD. I don't know, but the show's called Killer Instinct, and Jay Lethal has that Killer Instinct. Kevin Kelly will I'm going to say it's going to be at least 27 times. <laughs> Probably. At least. And how many times will Kevin Kelly call a move the lethal injection, which isn't? Uh, <laughs> many, many times. And they walk up, lethal injection! <laughs> so that wraps up uh, Killer Instinct. So if you're near New Jersey, sounds like a good card, be sure to go check it out. Everyone else, maybe get the DVD? I don't know. Anyway. Um, follow, the f- follow the results on the forum. On rohworld.com slash forum. That's the correct. Yeah, if, you're near, if you're near New Jersey, check this show out. If you're not, just thank God that you're not near New Jersey. <laughs> uh, the final bit of news is there was a couple of columns that went up on rohworld.com over the past week. We have one by Dave, who's looking at Kyle O'Reilly, talking about where he could go from here and sort of how he's lost a lot of momentum. Um, basically comparing where he was earlier than in the year to where he is now. And then, Stephen, you did a column analysing the winner of the Survivor of the Fittest Tournament, where this leaves Ring of Honor, when this man who will go unnamed could cash in. Are they the next world champion? Ah, you'll have to read the article to see what Stephen has to say. Yeah, you will. It's all uh, very mysterious. Mm. Um, 
So that wraps up all of the news. So now we're going to move on to questions and topics that you've sent in. There's uh, several ways you can do this. You can tweet us at ROH underscore world. You can go on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash ROH world. Or you can go on our forum, rohworld.com slash forum. And you don't have to post the questions or anything on the day that we record. Just post it any time during the week and we always just collate everything together and we'll get to it on the show anyway. So, uh, yeah, now we'll get to the questions and topics that you've sent in. Can I, can I just mention that... Uh, don't phone the number we used to use. It's expired. We don't know what it will go to anymore. That is, I'm, just, I'm not going to read it out. I just hopefully everyone forgets it. Yeah, we're not. It's some one of those weird like sex lines or something. Yeah, anyone could buy that number and make it go anywhere now. So uh, yeah, don't call that. When if Patrick Edwards has bought it and he's going to start sending, you know, spreading his uh, propaganda, you know, <laughs> under the ROH World yeah, I think banner. Patrick Edwards has been really busy because there hasn't been a Sidewalk Slam blog since that last one. I wonder why. Know. Maybe he's been uh, maybe he's in, in talks with his lawyer about what he should post. Maybe maybe I'll tweet Ring of Honor saying I really want another sidewalk slam. Where is it? Mm. Maybe the lawyers are too busy watching Briscoe's matches or something. <laughs> Who knows? Uh, right, first tweet of the week is from at High Spot Botch, who says, "What's the over under on how many minutes it takes ROH to get their eye pay per view to work on Saturday?" One hour. On Saturday, isn't they're not going to try to get it to work on Saturday? <laughs> they probably, they, they probably will. Basically, what I have envisioned is like whoever runs the Ring of Honor Twitter, I don't know, we'll just call him Judge. He's sat there at the <laughs> arena on a chair watching the show. Like he's actually in the arena. He's, he's just tweeting, "The stream's fine. What are you talking about?" Like, it, no, it's not. Like, if they do that again, that would just be so embarrassing. But there's not an IP review for him to get to try to work on Saturday. That's a very good point. It's next Saturday. Thank you. Um, right. Yeah. <laughs> Next one is from at Damounty, who asks, "How about how about what if anything ROH should do to appease their frustrated fans for recent pay-per-view issues?" Glory Barna should be free to everyone who bought Death Before Dishonor. Simple. I just have a, yeah, but a quick question about that whole free thing. They say they're going to give a code out at the Killer Instinct show. Surely everyone on that show will just tell everybody else. No, it'll be a unique code, surely. What, for I every single person? John, is the code you got... Yeah, I mean, you get the unique codes all the time, like Xbox Live, unique codes, this is, voucher this is codes. Ring of Honor. Oh, yeah, that's true. Maybe, they'll just, maybe it'll just be like, you have to put a password in, it'll be Glory Banner for free or something. The password will be like Killer Instinct or something. <laughs> John, or you said Wind. you got a code. Was it a unique one or just a generic thing? Uh, I haven't seen about this code, so I don't know if it's unique or not. But what, is it like a random generated bunch of numbers, or or is it like a something like Glory by Honor? I am finding that out right now because I actually did not click on it. Oh. <laughs> He's that much looking forward to it. For those who don't know what Stephen brought up, um, Ring of Honor are giving a free code to everyone who goes to the Killer Instinct show, which lets them watch Glory by Honor for free. Uh, Ringside members also get it for free, and I. There's some other ways they're giving it for free. I don't really care because we don't get it for free. So, uh, to be honest, it should just be everyone who bought Death Before Dishonor because it didn't work. So we should get this one for free to but make the majority of the show went without any hitches. Oh really? Oh yeah, I forgot. Mister Superfan Patrick yeah. Edwards informed us that we were all wrong. Right, well, John, John's looking at his 
I mean, how, surely he's found email. it now. How long has it taken to check an email? As long yeah, as you get... There's a, there's a, it's like a unique cone. There we go. So it will it's be unique, thing, Stephen. Yeah, it will, it will be unique, Stephen. Uh, Sorry about that, Ring of Honor. I've, I apologize. <laughs> I, I, I could go on my code and you could try a variation on it. See if you can get it free. <laughs> Yeah, I don't. I don't want to promote getting things for free on the on the podcast. Both. Thank you very much. Okay. Right. Uh, go ahead one. with your questions. He's from our very own at that Dave guy, who is who's Dave, who writes his weekly column on rhworld.com. He asks every, every Sunday. Yes, every Sunday. Um, uh, oh, the question is: Would anyone like to see Jeff Hardy surprise the wrestling world and jump from TNA to ROH when his contract's up, ignoring WWE? That's that won't happen. It would be an improvement on Matt Hardy. Yeah, I must say, as much as I don't like Jeff Hardy, unlike Matt, I'll admit he's actually kind of still re- relevant and a bit of a draw. I mean, women love him for. Yeah, he would be a draw. Yeah, I mean, him, I mean, him yeah, Hardy going to Ring of Honor would be huge news and would be good. I mean, I wouldn't. The matches probably wouldn't be fantastic, and I wouldn't like it personally. But I can, I could actually understand why they would do that. Matt Hardy still doesn't make sense and we'll rant about that when his final battle match is announced but um it's very unlikely but i i I would would understand it from a business point yeah i mean i don't i've never really sort of disliked jeff hardy i've never really particularly liked him either so i think he's okay in the ring i don't think he's anything special so i think he could do okay in ring of honor but I, i don't i don't see that happening i mean if they're not willing to fly in the young bucks from from la then they're not going to pay you know, someone money. I mean, come on. Um, <laughs> Pay someone money. <laughs> they probably give out subway vouchers and, uh, instead of money or something. I don't know. Uh, oh, this, now this is the million dollar question. If you can answer this, then Ring of Honor is yours. This is from at M3T Nero who asks, why does ROH have, why does ROH have Road Rage editions instead of having regular shows? <laughs> because they're st- Stupid. Because nobody knows why. Because they don't have to film extra TV and it saves them money and they're lazy. Basically, SBG, all they care about is TV ratings. They know that Road Rages cost them nothing to put together. They don't have to film anything they already haven't filmed. All they do is crop up some footage they already have, put it out on the TV show. They get their millions of views or whatever they claim they get in the ratings. And they love that. There you go. I wouldn't mind, though, if they replaced Inside ROH with a little Road Rage where they show a segment of a match from a house show. I wouldn't mind Road Rages in general if they were from a, a house show that we hadn't seen. Like, if Killer Instinct becomes a Road Rage, I'll watch that and not complain because at least it's matches we haven't seen or paid for unless you were at the show. But with an iPay-per-view, it's stupid that they do that. We've ranted yeah, about that so many times. We're getting Glory by Honor next Saturday, so that, so that very next week we'll probably get Glory by Honor Road Rage. What if, can you imagine if like, the Road Rage was the same week as the pay-per-view? <laughs> it probably will come to a point where they do, have, they do do that. Wouldn't surprise me. Um, right, first Facebook one is from Macklin. He asks, uh, not really a question, but with 3.0 debuting soon, it got me thinking that Unity was one of the best shows RH has put out on a long, in a long time. I just got into watching Shakara and think both companies would benefit from a talent exchange. What do you guys think, especially John, if he is on the show today? And he I is. am on the show today. So we'll pass it over to John. I think a talent exchange would only be a good thing for both companies. Because for Ring of Honor, you get the fresh talent, the fresh feuds, the fresh matchups from Jakar, the fresh characters. Everything is just... Do these fresh characters require flights being paid for? Because 
No, they're can... they're based around the Chikara is based out of some like out of Pennsylvania. So that's close. That's in the northeast where Ring of Honor runs most of their shows. Not not the Midwest. Not not in the Midwest. Not in the Midwest. Okay. Not in the Midwest. <laughs> not not all the American. But then again, there. actually, the when TJP mentioned about Amazing Red not needing to fly, they still didn't book him, did they? No, but because he needed a cab. Why why would they want to pay the cab fare? <laughs> Their cabs are expensive. Hmm. I mean, if if he had a bike and he could you know cycle to the shows and that'd be okay, but I don't know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think it's talent change would only be a good thing for both companies. No, I don't know it. why they didn't do more of it when they when they were building up to this Unity show. I just don't they know why to... they didn't carry it on a bit longer. And because I think you know it, it added it put some new you know new and fresh matches onto cars and it got people a bit more excited. I think like Ring of Honor and the especially interest level started had, to up a bit. Especially when they had the talents from both rosters in the Frontier Fieldhouse on the same day for Unity. They they only really only had those two matches that featured Chikara talent. The uh, six the uh, six man. That had what Jay Lethal, Adam Cole, and I think it was TJP, yeah. yeah. And in the main event, it seems to me Ring of Honor could use Chikara guys more regularly, just like Chikara could use Ring of Honor guys more regularly. I mean, they've had the Unity show. I think there's it was called Hot Off the Griddle, I believe. They had Kevin Steen mm-hmm. on it, and lately at King of Trios, they had they used Team Ring of Honor, Young Bucks, and Mike Bennett. And I think going forward, if they continue to share the talent like they do. I think it can only be a positive thing for both companies. I hope we see more of it going forward. Mm, I don't. I don't see any reason why they they wouldn't. And I think it really works well because, you know, Shikari is sort of you know sort of a comedy sort of promotion where, yeah, you know, I'm not saying that you know it's a it's sort of joke wrestling or anything, but obviously it's sort of you know the characters are comedy based, and with ROH being so sort of ultra serious, I think it makes a sort of a, a nice sort of change and. You know, best of all, it could just create some new and fresh matchups, which I think Ring Runner has been been needing for quite some time now. So, I think I, def- I definitely agree with that. I mean, I haven't watched much Shakara. I, I do want to go and, and watch more, but I think from what little I've seen of a lot of their guys, they just seem uh, you know very entertaining. So I don't see any reason why Ring Runner wouldn't want to wouldn't want to do uh, more of that. Um, right. The first questions on the forum are Marcus Troll questions of the week. Um, he when are we getting music, music now? Yeah, when are we getting music for this? I don't even know what is suitable for this. These questions. Maybe just like play Rick Roll for ten seconds. I don't know, but with these questions, wait, is it is this the week where there's something not PG that we shouldn't read out? I can't remember. That might have been last well, week. We'll probably know when I've read through it. Okay. <laughs> Refresh the page. Something else was posted, but go on. Okay. Um, first one. We've seen ROH are no longer using TJP the books and Generico. They continue to push J Lethal, C and C, and introduce Terry Thomas and ACH. Is this affirmative action? Racists of honor? Question mark. No, because Jim Cornette keeps suspending Shelton Benjamin for no reason. That's true. Oh, and no. recently, I watched um, New Jack's You Shoot, and he's going to mention this. <laughs> and and when he was asked the top three racist guys in the business, he actually said Jim Cornette as one of them three. So <laughs> maybe he's trying to sort of dispel that. Uh, rumor of him being uh, a racist and uh, for some reason I have visions of Jim Cornette seeing that video where he's called a racist going crazy and just be like black guys we need black guys (laughs) (laughs) exactly Um, who were the other two most racist if you remember uh, Vince McMahon was one of them but I can't remember the third one I can't I I think it was a wrestler but I can't remember 
Why are we uh, watching a new Jack shoot? New Jack is amazing. He's he's brilliant. Oh god. Anyway, moving on. Um, number two, Patrick Edwards versus Kevin Steen at final battle. We just witnessed online the reveal that Edwards is behind or at least supporting everything that is wrong with current ROH. Perhaps <laughs> SBG is a fictional company, part of a storyline to build this match, and Steen defeats him, and we all live happily ever after. <laughs> if they want Steen to be a heel, they should make him like something of SBG and they ought to get so much heat just make him like SBG ambassador or something that's yeah, how you what? make him heal I think, I yeah, think eventually they're going to have Cornet turn and Cornet join with Steam because I think that that would make sense and that would at least I think make them you know get him as a heel because no one wants to support Cornet do really do they <laughs> or SBG or Joe yeah. Coff yeah maybe Joe Coff can be the, the fourth member of SCON <laughs> Um, and number three, a lot of people disagree with Matt Hardy comparing Adam Cole to a younger version of himself, but I don't. I'd say QT Marshall. <laughs> I'd say QT Marshall is a younger version of both headbangers. He just needs to find someone as equally untalented, wear gimp masks, and age fifteen years. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Uh, so yeah, I think Marco definitely needs music for these these questions because he he must spend quite a lot of time thinking these up and maybe he's just that good that they they come naturally to him i don't know but yeah maybe, maybe, yeah he's just a natural yeah he's a natural troll yeah he is um has <laughs> he not been suspended he's natural troll <laughs> oh god keep going <laughs> yimyak asks um right question for everyone involved in the podcast if you could pick a total of five international talent to appear in roh Three from Japan, Gaijin do not count. One from Europe, one from Mexico, Generico doesn't count. Who would you pick? Three I don't, I don't really. I, have I don't know Japanese wrestling or. Uh... I can name. I can name. I can name. Kota Ibushi. I like him. That's a Japanese guy. Um. Very specific numbers. Three Japanese guys, one Mexican um... and one European. Surely we, we should be able to name a European Stephen between European, us. European, I'm going to go to Zack Sabre Jr. Yeah, I'll, I'll agree with that. Yeah, I think that's probably a good one, yeah. Um, Mexico, I can't actually think of uh, any... No, no, Tiny Iron. Oh, yeah, t- or Spud, yeah. Rock, Rockstar Spud or Tiny Iron <laughs> for the European. I can't... I think I'd say, the why, Mexi- not, why not the Samoan Silverback from, from Europe? From where, where, He was a jobber, wasn't he? What about Denim Dave? He's a great wrestler. He's getting on, on a bit, but he could surely fill the, the Finley role and have a good match with Elgin. From <laughs> um, the only Mexican wrestler I can name is La Parca. Yes, I was going to say La Parca. Just, I loved him in WCW. He was amazing. He was my favorite wrestler back in the day. Yeah, he was mine as well. I loved it. He was amazing. Uh, he still wrestles, all that, I think. I, I think he's a bit of a dick, but who cares? We'll get him in. Here's he'll, he'll, La Parca. Yeah, he can be our Mexican. Um, those Jacks at... Jack, Zack Sabre Jr. could be a European. Japanese, um... Kota never... Ibushi's one. I, I got I named one. What about Morishima? Have him back. Yeah, Morishima, that's two. Who's that guy from Dragon Gate? The really the really quick guy who's really good, who I saw recently, and I can't remember his name. Oh, the really yeah, the really fast guy in Dragon Gate. That really narrows it down. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, we've answered your question, Yumi. Uh, I'm going to say Masato Yoshino. No, not him. One of the other ones. Just name Dragon Gate's uh, Japanese roster, and I'll tell you who he is. Oh, no, no. Akira Tozawa. Ooh, Akira yeah, Tozawa. Akira Tozawa. He's really good. 
I like him. Yeah, we'll have him as well. Yeah, okay. There you go, Jim. There's our, there's our five signings for you. Tiny Iron. We could not, uh, yeah. we could have answered that question much worse. <laughs> I, <laughs> I think people are used to it at this point, think. to be honest. I hate those questions because you don't, you have to think about it and then it comes over really bad when you're thinking about it. So mm. if we'd have prepared properly, we could have probably picked before. But yeah, we, we don't read these questions until we get on the podcast. That takes the whole fun out of it. Um, no, a question from DX versus NWO, who I think he also asks about 3.0. Uh, what are your thoughts on 3.0? Thing of, from, yeah, from everything I've heard and seen, they're a really good tag team with a ton of charisma. Uh, if they use more by RH following the railway show, do you think they could fill the void left by the young books? I think they would fit in well and would provide a set pressure matches for RH's tag division. Maybe I not fill the role of the young books because they're a different type of team, but I think they could definitely hmm, fill they're, in they're, they're, they are some kind of role. They are, they are Canadian, aren't they? They are Canadian, yes, but the young bucks aren't. No, that's what I mean. If, I know Canada, so, it all depends where they are in Canada, because I suppose if they're in Toronto that way, I think. Like, it's not, I Let's it's not get into geography. We talked about 3.0 It's not that earlier. far technically from New York. So I suppose. Move on. Okay. Um, Midwest of Canada. Uh, also, who do, you think, <laughs> who do you think is currently RH's top prospect? <laughs> QT Marshall. God's gift to wrestling. Um, that for no reason. If, if there's any more, do we, if we need any more proof that there is no God, surely that's it. <laughs> if that's his gift. Does he, does he really hate us that much? Oh, I'm worried he's going to really offend people there. I'm not too sure. Can we re gift that package? <laughs> can we get like a re like, is Did uh, we keep the receipt when we got that? Gift. No, I don't think. That, see, I don't think we got a receipt. I think. So okay. we can't return it. That gift. We're just stuck with it. Well, can't so. we just like when you get a gift you don't want, you just sort of put it in a drawer and just forget it's about it. Like one of those really crappy jumpers you get for Christmas. Or... Yeah. So basically, with QT Marshall, we can either put him on eBay or put him in a drawer. drawer and forget about him. I think it would go option B. Yeah. Right. Um, uh, top prospect. Adam Cole. We said before he's going to be gone before he wins the bout. He's too good already. <laughs> I am going to go with Cedric Alexander. Ooh. Somebody uh, a little different. I think Cedric Alexander could be really good on his own as well. I know he wrestles a lot on his own in other indie promotions. and mm. I think that, I think they've sort of underutilized him. I think in the tag team, I think for some reason Caprice Coleman seems to get the limelight a lot, especially with the promos and stuff. But I, I think that Cedric Alexander is the better of the two, so I think... Yeah, I think eventually maybe he'll break out on his own because I think he could. Uh, yeah, I think he could be really good on his own. I think um, uh, Tommaso Ciampa could have a. Yeah, it's really that really sucks that he's out for so long. So uh, yeah. he was, I think he was really hitting his stride as well. He was really improving. I think his gimmick was coming along really well as well. So maybe he can get rid of our horrible gift when he comes back. Hopefully. Um. Do we have another one? Uh, oh, yeah. Um, another one from DX vs. NWO. Uh, just curious, but which RH star is next on your list to come on the podcast? That would be coming. Um, we don't really have anything concrete at this point. We're always trying to get people on every now and then, but uh, don't we aim for like every five episodes? We try. For some reason, we always seem to get like two or, like two interviews in the space of a couple of weeks and then don't have one. No, for... no, we've been quite good. I mean, we had Davey episode 45, Nigel was 50, TJP was 54. So hopefully by, you know, by the time episode 60, we'll have something by then. Hopefully. 
Yeah, I mean, we're, same. We're always trying to get new new guys on. If there's any, like... if there's anyone specifically you'd you'd like us to have on, just let us know on Twitter or the forum, and then we can. Can't, we've we've got most people's contacts, so we can try and get that person on if there's a certain person everyone really wants to speak us to speak to. Like, you know, get Jay Lethal on here. I mean, how many times would we would be we be able to call him unbeatable Jay Lethal before he noticed and called us out on it? That's what I want to know. That'd be tough. Maybe we could just start shouting, you know, Killer Instinct at certain points. And... We can ask him about what's up with those fingers in that poster. That's what I want to know. I don't want to. I don't want to know. To be honest. Any, any, any. Oh, I won't say it. Never mind. <laughs> we are PG, John. Come on. Yeah, I'll just, I'll just keep this off air. Keep it to yourself. We don't want to know. Um, I, I believe that's the the end of the listener topics this week. Thanks a lot for sending all of those in. Yeah, thank you to all the questions. I did some topics for us to discuss on the week of no news or anything. So, uh, yeah, that wraps up this week's ROH cast. We hope you enjoyed the show. If you did, be sure to let us know. Send us an email or contact rohworld.com or post on our forum or Twitter page or whatever. And uh, head to iTunes. Give us a nice review on there. Let other people know how awesome ROH cast is with its intelligent discussions and great organizational structure. Um <laughs> That's what we yeah. aim for. Yeah, just high production values. But you can't so, yeah. wait for next week. Oh, without me, it's going to be chaos. It will be a hostage crisis. State of emergency next week for sure without me here to organise these two. Unless they just say they can't do it and lie and just wait until I'm available so I can keep things in check. No, we don't, yeah. we don't, we don't need you. We can, we can carry this shit without you. It's okay. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, I can't wait to next week now. Um, so, yeah, we hope you enjoyed the show. Thank you to Stephen and John for sort of joining us halfway through. Thank you. You should, be, you should feel lucky that I even decided to come on. <laughs> and uh, we'll see you all next week.